Okay, guys, we are live. I am so excited. Welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Charnel Wolverton Sihon, and we're here at True TV. And we have a very, very exciting guest and exciting topic today. We're on our second week series of Written in the Stars. And I cannot even believe that I actually have Johnny Petrie on with me today. I've been trying to get her for freaking three years. So <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm kind of girl fanning a little bit because I just love her so much. And so welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, before we get started, I do have a couple announcements. Um, definitely want to remind everybody, if you're not subscribed to this channel, get on board. And also Joni has hers too. She's a great one to follow, but helping get the subscribers that way you get the notifications too about all the shows that are coming up and everything that's happening and you kind of be in the know of things. Um, definitely like, share, do all things that help with algorithms. Get on the newsletter, swiftfire.org, go to the website, and, and that way you're kind of in tune with any new resources that we have, all the books that I've written, all my classes. There's lots of great free things in there as well, as well as my weekly blog. Um, so check that out. I want to mention there's two conferences coming up. We have one this coming in March. This is, we're already in March, you guys. It's March uh the 27th 28th and 29th i have dr lucky coming in and we are going to talk about energy frequency loyalty contracts you know just getting out of the ruts whatever's going on with people if you're stuck somewhere this is a way to get unstuck um and then we also have robert stevens um in for a conference and that is the 17th 18th and 19th uh in baton rouge so Definitely go to the website and there's a lot of information there where you can find that if you're interested in, in doing that. But without further ado, uh, first of all, I'd like to know, how did you get involved in astrology? Like, how, what's oh my uh, know your story? This story goes way back because I've been into it practically since I was a child. Well, first of all, my mom had uh, astrology books all over the house when I was growing up. And we happened to be the same sun sign in Western astrology. We're both uh, Scorpios. So I started reading the book and I thought, how does this know so much about me? This is fascinating. And then I go into my whole story. The people that know me, they're probably sick of hearing about it. But, you know, I was around when President Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. And I remember the night before he came, Jean Dixon went on TV and she begged him not to go. What? Pretty much said, you know, you'll be assassinated if you go. Not in those words, but she begged him. I'm not kidding you. I saw it black and white TV back then. And I always wondered, how did that woman know? And she was an astrologer and a psychic. So I was fascinated ever since then. And with the books around the house, I started studying and I actually found a teacher by the time I got to college, um, a really good teacher in Austin, Texas. I went to UT in Austin. And while my, uh, my roommates were going to sorority meetings, I was going to astrology meetings with hippies. So <laughs> that's my history and I've been into it ever since. I have 40 years of experience behind me now. Oh my gosh. You know, being live in person and learning with someone, that would be amazing. I would, I, that's why I want to learn with you. I love your, I love that you have classes online, but yes. you also have meetings in real life. You have a big conference coming up, right? 
Yes, I'm so excited because this is the year I'm doing it up big. I have a huge conference and I do Vedic astrology, which is the astrology from India. I'll explain that. But I have this amazing conference with some of the world's best teachers in Dallas, my home, easy to fly to get to right especially for you chanel and <laughs> but it's uh june 2nd through the 5th and uh you can find that information on my website it's called the future of astrology and it's joni patrice astrology in uh, astrology conference here in dallas june 2nd through the 5th so i hope people that are interested will check it out yes definitely um that's really gonna be fun i i wish that i could go i'm actually gonna be on another teaching thing during that time but i'm gonna get there i'm telling you yeah yeah, yeah. the vedic versus tropical we had someone last week on the first series talk about the tropical mm -hmm. but there's a big big huge difference in vedic and tropical can you go and explain that a little bit well Tropical astrology is based on pretty much the sun and the seasons. And you see, I did uh, tropical Western astrology for 20 years and I wanted something that was more predictive. And when I found out that the astrology from India, it's called Vedic, uh, is the astrology that is so predictive, I made it my choice to learn it. And you know, here's something else that people probably don't realize, that Vedic astrology uses the sidereal system of calculation, which is actually where the planets truly are. Astronomically, Western astrology is off by about 24 degrees in the zodiac. So when I found out that this was the true placements, I thought, okay, I've got to learn this. But what's fascinating about this astrology is it's really more star-based because the, the zodiac shifts backwards, almost a full sign, but not quite. But it's based on the movement of the stars and the stars have been moving over a long period of time. That's why the zodiacs do not match up. But the, the zodiac is constantly changing because the stars are moving. They move very slow. They're called fixed stars because in a lifetime, you don't really see them move. They move one degree backwards in the zodiac to, uh, every 72 years. So the whole zodiac will move through all 12 signs. And this is called procession of the equinoxes. And it actually takes about 26,000 years for it to go through all signs. But this is actually relative to the stars. And so Indian astrology incorporates what's called the 27 nakshatras. Just like we have 12 signs, yes, we work with the 12 signs as well, but there's also some deeper, richer meanings in the 27 nakshatras. And what they are, I just say, they're smaller portions of the zodiac. There's 13 degree, 20 minutes portions, 27 of them, but their meanings are due to the meanings of the stars in this portion of the zodiac. And I've been able to predict things that there's no way I could predict in Western astrology without using these 27 nakshatras that really take in the meanings of the stars. Yes. And I, I actually found you during the beginning of all the stuff that I'm not going to say the words because I want to keep my channel. Um, <laughs> But you were talking, I mean, about like the stuff with the politics and the thing with that and all the stuff. I mean, you were very on the forefront of you know giving people a heads up, even about like lockdowns and 
and this and that. Um, what are you seeing for now? Like what, what's. Yes. What's okay. And that's, you know, that's what I do with Vedic astrology because it really is so predictive for the future. And let me just say, I predicted the thing that you don't want to say, <laughs> and I won't say it either because I understand, but, um, but it was based on the fact that every 18 and a half years, when, when the nodal axes, which are, which are the nodes, Rahu and Ketu is what we call them, but it's the North node and the South node of the moon, that every 18 and a half years, when they go into a particular sign, which is Gemini, Rahu and Gemini and Ketu and Sagittarius. Every time they go in these signs, something catastrophic always happens. Wow. I, I traced it back like the last. So this was, of course, in, um, let's see, 20, 2020, of course, is where they were uh, in these signs again. But if I traced it back 18 and a half years prior to that, we came to 2001. And we all know what happened September 11, 2001. Then I traced it back to 18 and a half years prior to that. And that was around 1982. It was the AIDS virus that hit and, you know, scared everyone to death on the planet and so much loss. Then I traced it back 18 and a half years prior to that. It was 1963. That was Kennedy's assassination. So then I went one more time and I think I'll leave it at that. 1945, it was the bombing of Hiroshima. So I knew something catastrophic was going to happen that was going to cause great loss of life. And I predicted it way before it happened. And so uh, I got to say that the next 18 and a half years will be prepared, I'm sure, <laughs> which is what I think it's going to be the year of 2038. So before uh, it happens one more time. Mm -hmm. Well, however many times. Yeah. yeah. If we're if, if I'm even still around. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, interesting. Well, I know that you had some things even for March and for this year. From what I, I, I get information through dreams, through visions. I'm, I consider myself very intuitive mm -hmm. and I will wake up and I will hear sentences. And uh, if I dive into them, I kind of go with it and usually just post it. And I've been able to predict things, even the Trump thing and some other, the other stuff too. Um, but I'm finding this is a really good tool because my mentor was Bob Jones and he always said, as above, so below. And um, he really watched in, and predicted like comments and different things. And he'd say, well, that means this and this and this and this. And so he really looked at the stars. I never dived into it too much before I met you and kind of got into this a little bit more. Um, but, but yeah, uh, the more I'm studying, the more when I get that unction, now I'm like going to look to see like, what are the stars doing and see if what I'm getting is matching what's getting, you know, with, and I got this month, I had something for the 7th and the 21st. Actually, I got that December last year, mm -hmm. started talking about March 7th and 21st. Mm -hmm. And then lo and behold, I, I go on and you had a video literally about something with those dates. And I'm like, that just made me feel good. You know, it's like, but what are you seeing with, you know, the explosion, exposure things and truth and, and anything else that we need to meet, maybe be, have a heads up on for this year. 
Yeah. So what's going on in March is it's pretty amazing because, well, Mars has been retrograde forever, it feels like. But it was it kind of when it goes retrograde, it stays in the same sign for almost six months. And it was in Taurus. Remember, I'm talking the sidereal zodiac, not tropical. So therefore, if it's in Taurus, that means it's in Gemini because it moves back a sign in the, in the sidereal zodiac. But, uh, but in Taurus, it caused all sorts of bringing things from, back from the past. Everyone's kind of gone through something from the past that's been, you know, that needed to be healed from past memories, family or things like that. Everyone's went through that for the last six months. But now it's going to go into Gemini. This is March 12th. That it's that Mars is going to go into Gemini and it will be there till May 10th. And during this time, it's going to be in Gemini, which is all about communications. It's all about the media and it's all about bringing things to light. What's been going on with the media, with communications in the world, it's going to bring things to light and it's going to bring. I always look at things as a healing. So things need to be brought to the light so that we understand what it is we need to heal. If we're in the dark and we can't see it, we don't know what to do. So this is going to bring things out in the open in terms of how, and it's been being exposed over a long period of time, but this is going to be where there's going to be crystal clear about what's happening. And also around March 14th through the uh, 16th, um, that that window of time, I think there's going to be some major revelations and particularly uh, dealing with China, because uh, what I do is uh, to make my world predictions, I look at the charts of the world leaders of different countries and their countries charts. And I have uh, an amazing chart I work with for the United States and mm -hmm. And September 11th, I mean, it was all predicted with this chart. It's actually the chart of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, which of course was July 4th, 1776 in Philadelphia, 630 uh, p.m. in case wow. But that chart really tells the story. So looking at the chart for the United States, the transit of Mars will cross over natal Mars in that chart, which Mars is aggression, war, conflict, and it's going to be on Xi Jinping's son. So he's going to be angry about something relative to the United States because the United States chart aligns with his chart. And Mars is the planet of conflict, war, aggression. Uh, so we have something to look forward to with March concerning that. I've been predicting that for over a year, that this is the month that we're going to really start seeing things heat up in that area. And furthermore, with Neptune, Neptune's just changed signs uh, in the sidereal zodiac. It's gone into the sign of uh, Pisces. And what's going to happen around those dates, March uh, I'd say 14th through the 16th, that window, we're going to have a T-square astrologically where uh, that means that the aspects that um, Mars is going to be at around zero, one degree of Gemini, which is all about the communications, and the moon will be opposed that, but 
Neptune, Sun, and Mercury. Neptune deals with things we can't see, and it deals with deception and delusions. It's squaring Mars. So that's why I say watch where all this information comes out and the conflict that's going to evolve from it. But essentially, I, you know, I'm, I always believe in the divine spirit. And, you know, even though there's a duality here on earth, there's the negative and the positive, always the light will persevere. And I feel like these things need to come out in order for the light to heal it. And it's been a long time coming, but I believe uh, by the end of this year and moving to a year from today, there will be a remarkable, remarkable healing. And yes, we're going to go through a lot in the next few months. And sidereally, um, Jupiter's going to change signs. It's going to go into Aries, which means new beginnings and breakthroughs. So you're going to see all sorts of new beginnings, breakthroughs, plus in technology, technology, and more than anything, you're going to love this, healing. So there's going to be so many new modalities of healing, working with energy, because I'm looking at planet Uranus. Uranus is the planet of, of electricity and energy, vibration. All of these healing modalities are going to become more mainstream and looked upon as the healing techniques of the future. So that's some of the things I'm seeing. That's great. I love that. I mean, we, and God knows we need it. I mean, oh, yeah. technology has been around forever. It's just not been accepted. So exactly. or it's been hidden um, by certain people who want to keep it for themselves and they don't, you know, they want to charge mm -hmm. um, with other things. Well, anyway, that goes back to the thing we don't want to talk about, but <laughs> on, on a personal level. So like, you i look to you and you've done much hurt you've done my children you've even done like a dog for me too we talked i talked about this last week um because there's ways to look at two people together right and kind of see how where people are going like explain a little bit about that because i know you do worldwide stuff but you do personal readings as well yeah, because, you know, everything has a birth chart. Everything has a beginning and everything, you know, you can see where the planets are on the day and time and place of your birth. It's your life map. And where the planets continue to move through your map is how we make our future predictions. And it's extraordinarily accurate. I mean, astrology is really the science of sciences. It includes spirituality, geometry, physics, mythology, psychology, everything you can get from a chart from beginning to end. And yes, you can take two people's charts and lay them over each other and see how they affect one another. And, you know, in the relationship, in what areas, what you need to know. And I believe, I believe in reincarnation. So I believe your birth chart is a sum accumulation of everything you've ever been in your past lives. So oh. when you look at your birth chart, you can see the patterns, the karma, your destiny, and most of all, what you can do consciously as a human being to change it so you do not have to come back and repeat the same karmas over and over and over again, like most of us do, just because we're not aware of the main things that our astrological birth chart will tell us, our horoscope will tell us, what is our destiny, what is our karma, what is it we need to learn in this lifetime, most importantly. Wow.
that's, that's deep. I mean, that affects, I mean, we all right. want, the more we know ourselves, the better equipped we are to do whatever we're supposed to do, you know, whatever the purpose is. And uh, there's so many tools out there, but this is a big one just for even the everyday decision-making, you know, whether it's like, do I build a house? Do I sell a house? Do I do the, sign this contract? Do I change my career? You know, do I date this dude or marry this girl? Or, you know, there's, yeah, it shows up. Like everything shows up. Everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's crazy. I mean, and even when you did my chart, you didn't tell me about the dog situation, but later on, when I mentioned to you, my, my dog had passed, you were like, well, it actually was in there. You didn't want to say to like create or bring attention. Um, but even someone's death can show up. Uh, and you predicted some of those um, world leaders and different things of, and stuff has happened. I mean, even um, floods or, you know, airplane accidents like you've you've kind of put a lot of stuff out there what are some of your bigger ones that you predicted and it's actually happened like earthquakes didn't you have a earthquake yeah the earthquakes are, are a pretty big one um you know i even a lot of people want to know about bitcoin i told people when bitcoin would go up and what would what be happening with that with the economy everyone wants to know what's going to be happening with the economy going on in the world that's one of the most uh important things that i talk about and you know just going back you can see everything um well when trump first got elected i predicted that and nobody believed me <laughs> We got some pushback on it too. There were some people not wanting you to say that. They were not happy. But you got a lot of good people who were like, yay, and this is awesome too. And that's kind of how I think that's about it's, it. You got to be objective as an astrologer. Otherwise, you're not going to be correct. So, you know, I'm looking at this chart and I'm thinking, how can this be possible, right? Because, <laughs> you know, they said Hillary was going to win. There was no. I thought the same thing. Uh, I had a dream in 2007 that he would be president and I've started talking about it then. And I've had several times to confirm different things along the way. And, and I'm glad it was all written and published and documented. And yeah, but it did feel crazy saying it out loud at the time. Yeah, it does um, feel a little crazy. And it was not warmly recepted at the conferences that I went to astrological conferences at all. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know, I did, I think now I actually do remember you, Robert Steele had you on his show. Yeah. That's how I found you is Robert Steele, who is past now. He's no longer with us here-ish, whatever, how you want to say that. But um, I know you're in Texas, which is a Southern kind of Bible Belt area. And I'm in Louisiana, kind of close to you. I'm actually from Montana for those people who know that, but down here it's kind of different and so sometimes these topics can get a little weird like how do you bridge like christianity and or you know there are bible applications that talk about you know finding jesus you know when he was born and that kind of stuff like what is your say on on christians using astrology well astrology is all throughout the bible as you well know 
and there's nothing wrong with astrology. As a matter of fact, the popes used to use astrologers. I don't know why all of a sudden they changed in the more recent history, but I always tell people, who do you think the three wise men were? They were called the Magi, which actually translates to astrologer. They were following the stars to see the birth of Jesus. That is the most specific astrological thing in the Bible. And they're always making relative to the stars, the prophets. And, you know, astrology is simply cycles. When you understand where the planets are relative to each other, and this is the aspects, this is geometry, this is the cycles, this is just nothing but energy and cycles and vibration. And when you understand this, you will understand the secrets of the universe. That's, that's the truth. And the divinity of, as I got into astrology, especially Vedic astrology, I became a lot more spiritual because I started to understand the workings of the universe and the divine through the stars and through people and hearts. It's just, it's all interrelated and it's all so beautiful. So no matter what religion you are, I believe in all religion, the divinity of God, whatever it is, it all means the same thing. And basically my belief with, with spirituality is the truth of the heart energy, love and compassion coming together. Really what, what I think is the most spiritual thing in the world is how you treat other people. That is everything because everyone is the divine spark of God within them. And when we connect to other people in that manner, what a beautiful world it is. It's, it's nothing but love. And that's what God is. Yes. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. totally agree. Awesome. Well, if you are going to start and you're just like fresh, never done anything, what would you say for people to start? Are there, I know you have books, I know you have classes, like yeah. what, what's the first step for just the average Joe watching this for the first time and going, I've been kind of nervous about this, but I don't think I want to jump in. Like, what do they do? Okay. Well, the first thing is I have a YouTube channel. I give little uh, tidbits here and there on, on lessons and learning. So my YouTube channel is by name, Joni Patree. But my beginning book, Eastern Astrology for Western Minds, I have a, I've written 11 books. They're all on Amazon. You can get them also on uh, off my website, which my website is galacticcenter.org. And when you go there, you'll see all the things I offer, classes, courses. But more than anything, probably the thing I is I am most proud of in my life. I always say this, the thing I'm most proud of in my life, besides my three sons, <laughs> they're my pride and joy. That's the thing I'm the most proud of. But yeah. secondly is my university. I have a university. It's called University of Vedic Astrology. So that's the website, universityofvedicastrology.com. It's all online. It's all self-paced. It's got six semesters. And I have students from all over the world, every single continent around the world, I have students. We meet every week um, live and there's 40 uh, recorded videos that you watch all 40. And after each video, you have a test. But on top of that, you get a live tutor. So someone that's already graduated from the university will grade your tests and answer questions. Plus we meet every week. You know, this is a very complicated and long involved um, science and study. So you really need 
a teacher and you need someone to guide you all, all along the way. So the university, to go through all the semesters, and we have the live videos that go along with it, um, with the recorded ones, and everything that's ever been done has been recorded, and you can watch it too, all the live videos. But um, this is the way to learn because you cannot learn this on your own by yourself. And there's a support system and a community. As a matter of fact, all my students, uh, they all meet on a, on a telegram group that's with the university as well. They, they work together and meet. And we have research groups going all the time with the university. There's, a, there's actually a big research group going on with medical astrology in, in my university. So what is that? What is medical astrology? I mean, like I said, astrology can be used for everything and even healing with, with gemstones and remedies, things like that. But medical astrology, you know, the whole chart is your body and the planets, like the sun is your heart. Oh um, my God. Okay. And, uh, um, someone, and okay. Yeah. Someone just we, my, my co-host was just talking about this. He was saying that Max Spears, I don't know if you're familiar with Max. Mm -hmm. He was saying that each body part was connected to a planet yep. and that if we heal the body part, it heals the planet and vice versa. In right. effect. So that's what you're saying? Yes, yes, absolutely. But the way I like to look at it, this, this will kind of make sense of how our solar system is within us. Because if you think about... Uh, each planet in our solar system, it represents a different chakra in your body, an energy uh, center that's actually related to your uh, glands in your system. Wow. So if you go to the root chakra, that's Saturn in our solar system. So mm -hmm. you go from the slower moving planet to the faster moving planet. So your root chakra is, um, is, is Saturn. Then what's the next planet that uh, from Saturn, Jupiter, and Jupiter rules the reproductive system. Then Mars, Mars rules the solar plexus where you, you know, anger and where the adrenal glands are. Then uh, the sun, uh, I'm sorry, not the sun. Venus is actually the heart, not the sun, because Venus oh, wow. rules love and opening your heart. Then the throat chakra is ruled by Mercury. And then you get the, uh, the sun and the moon for the crown and third eye chakras. So in other words, how those planets are placed in your chart, if they're placed in a difficult way, then that could mean that you have problems with that area of your, of your body, such as if you had an afflicted Mercury, Mercury's in a bad sign and a bad house and with malefics, then that would mean your throat chakras messed up. You got to work on that. That's what you've got to heal. So that's how you can uh, visualize the, uh, the energy centers, how they're relative to our solar system, and that is your chakras. So that's one uh, way of healing. Plus the planets can be seen in the chart in the houses as to what your um, your body's all about in your health and healing and how to heal it. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. And I mentioned last week too, um, they say that we only use 97% of our DNA and the rest is quote junk DNA. I mean, we use 3% and 97 is supposedly junk. And then same with the brain matter. Um, supposedly we don't use all of it and the rest of it is gray or whatever, but that's what they say about the stars too, is that we've discovered maybe 5%. Oh, and yeah. that whole correlation is like, does that really mean the more we work 
within, the more we'll discover, or is it the more we discover, the more we get, and which comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? As above, so below, you know, that's the saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it is so, what's out there is within and what what's within us is without. So, so what happened? Because somewhere, I don't know, one of my kids brought up the fact in this conversation, because they knew we were doing this. Is there, isn't there like a new planet that was just discovered or something? And how does that affect, uh, like, do you know anything about a new planet or something? Or a new, a new, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I know there's always new planets being discovered. Let me put it that way. And even an asteroid or a comet that comes into our solar system will affect us. Everything is effective. But in Vedic astrology, they look at the planets that are visible to the naked eye as the planets that are going to affect your life physically. The ones that we can't see with the naked eye, I deal with the collective unconscious, which deals with humanity and everyone. Therefore, the three outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, are the planets that are going to deal with what's going on with the collective unconscious of the world, so affecting all the people in humanity and what's actually happening, predictive uh, with the trends that are going to be occurring in the future, as well as you can uh, look at them from the past, how they affected the world. But that's how we look at it. Therefore, if you're looking at outer planets that you can't see with the naked eye, this will this will affect humanity more on the mass scale and uh, not as much on the personal scale as the personal planets that we can see. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so it really wouldn't, it would just be, it wouldn't change the structure of what was already set up of as far as like teaching or learning or. Right, uh, but it can affect the trends and what's going to be happening. And, you know, it's, it's thought that comets, uh, you know, like Haley's Comet and all of that, that they represent uh, messages and signs of what's to come. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do we have anything coming up like that? I don't even know. I have to. Yeah. I haven't heard of any comments, you know, uh, always there's, there's something really, truly, but the ones that really come into our solar system, I haven't heard of any that, that are uh, due to happen anytime soon. I know some just passed through before, but uh, yeah. I, I probably well, we definitely know everything because of the Schumann resonance and, you know, if the planet, does have some sort of solar flash or a comet or whatever, whatever, you can see how the planet yeah. will change in its own frequency, which affects every living thing on the planet, you know, including electronics and everything, because we're all electric. And right. um, we see whenever there's like a whiteout or a blackout, they can't even measure. Yeah, the solar flares, you know, and I found the solar flares to uh, relate to some of the aspects, uh, cycles of some of the planets. It's fascinating to see oh. that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, and you mentioned a book real quick, but I didn't get to write it down. Or do you have it to show the... the this is my newest book I'm quite proud of. It's called Astrologer Secrets, My Best Tools and Techniques. Uh, I, I come up with all the things I discovered through all the 40 years of chart readings that I found were uh, amazingly accurate and you can apply them to your own chart. It's, yeah, it, it's really um, amazing. And some of like athletes, what makes an athlete in a chart, what 
which makes people, of course, very wealthy in a chart, people want to know. And those are the things that through all my 40 years of experience I've discovered. Yes. So well, we actually have a little bit of time. I don't know if you could go into this, but I know there's houses, right? What can you explain mm -hmm. what the houses are and why is some things a circle and other things are square? Like what's the difference between those two things? Okay. Well, the Western chart is done in a, in a circle, uh, the okay. Western tropical chart, but you know what? It doesn't even matter. It's just, these are just formats. They read identically the same. So okay. there's 12 houses and the houses are the areas of our life. And uh, the 12 houses are determined what signs are on the houses is determined by what time you're born. What time you're born sets up the whole chart as to what sign is rising on the eastern horizon at your time of birth. If it's Scorpio, then that's going to be your first house. Sets up your whole chart according to the signs. And therefore, if you know what signs are in each house is on your day and place of birth, Wherever the planets are, like if your ascendant is Scorpio and you find out on your day and time and year of birth, Jupiter was in Scorpio, then it's going to be in your first house. So the planets will fall in the different houses and they will activate those houses according to what area of life that those houses represent in every area of your life will be represented by a certain house, such as the seventh house is marriage, the fifth house is children, the 10th house is your career, the third house is brothers and sisters. Every single person in every area of your life will be uh, consumed with um, uh, a planet being in one of the houses. And then what we do is we look at where the planets are moving in the sky right now, and we plug those into your chart and the houses that they go through will tell you what you're going to be experiencing, such as wherever Jupiter is transiting, Jupiter will stay in a sign for one year, but the sign that it's in, it will influence that house, such as if Jupiter's transiting in your second house, that's a house of money. You're gonna come into more money that year. If Jupiter's in your third house it's the house of siblings but also travel you'll know that you're going to be traveling it's really kind of that simple yeah wow. does that make sense and yeah. in vedic astrology because it's you know from india we use a square chart and i've just gotten more familiar and comfortable with the square chart and even to make things more complicated there's a, a north indian style chart and a south indian style chart they read exactly the same it just depends on if your teacher came from the north or the south and i was taught by uh indians from south india so i use the south indian style chart but they all read the same okay yeah that's, that's really interesting so the first house is us, mm -hmm. like my own personal. The second house you said is what? Well, I'll just give you just briefly. The second house is, is your money and your family. The third house is siblings, your communications and travel. The fourth house is your home, your, your mother, your security. The fifth house wow. is children, creativity. Children are something we create, but it's creativity and it's intelligence. Um, the sixth house is your health and your work matters and pets. Uh, 
<laughs> See, so you want to know about pets. The, the seventh house is your marriage partner or business partners. Your eighth house is the house of change, life and death. It's a house that can deal with death and transformation. The ninth house is our spirituality, long distance travel, higher education, and the father. It's different than Western. We use the ninth house with the father, not the 10th. The 10th house is your career, your profession, your purpose. The 11th house is your groups, friends, and organizations that you're involved in. And the 12th house is endings, whereas the first house is beginnings, the 12th house is endings. And it's also a very spiritual house and deals with things behind the scenes. I always say the 12th house is ways we escape this world, which mm -hmm. it rules hospitals, prisons, ashrams, foreign travel, but it also deals with sleep and leaving this world. So those are all ways we escape the world. <laughs> wow, literally death. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Well, how much do you have to use, because you're very intuitive, like how much do you have to use a little bit of both, like in with doing a reading for someone, like you know what I always tell all my students. I always say, you know, use the glyphs, the symbols for the signs, the symbols for the planets, because they activate your intuition. Those symbols do something to your intuitive powers. When I look at a chart, you know, the fifth house could be children. Or it could be creativity, um, you know, doing something, a creative project. How do you know which one it's going to pertain to? You just know it pops in your head. But you have that guidance to give you the key indicators that give you that, you know, knowingness that comes out of the chart. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, it helps a lot. Um, and these are all things you're going to talk about at your conference. Like you're going to have a lot of different teachers. Yeah. A lot of different teachers. Uh, some of the, some of the best in our field will be there. You'll, you'll see. Oh my gosh. I'll have to catch the next one for sure. But yeah. And your books. Oh my gosh. 11 books you've written. 11. Those are the ones that have been published. I, I used to write a book every year on what's going on in the world. I thought, you know what, after a year it's dead. So I better, I better, uh, what is it called? Green, uh, be more green where it lasts forever green. That's the saying. So I thought I'm going to write some more books that will last more than a year. But yes, I have 11 books. They're like I said, they're on Amazon. But one thing I want people to know is I also have an online magazine. I am so proud of my magazine and it's called Joni Patrice Astrology Insights. You can check it out on my website, uh, which is galacticcenter.org. But I have like many uh, people writing for the magazine. It comes out every month and we have so many articles. It's about a hundred pages of, you know, astrology, spirituality, and uh, anything to do with growth and healing, those kind of subjects, but mainly astrology. But it's only $9.99. I think that is such a bargain for what you get out of this uh, magazine. Plus, we're always looking for new authors. So uh, uh, I want to know possibly if you want to help us out with writing some articles in uh, my magazine. So I've got my magazine. And when people do go to my website, they can sign up for my free newsletter. And I and what comes to you from that is every week, my predictions, my written predictions for every week. And I even have an app. It's a- I love your app. That's what I was gonna say next. I just wrote it down. I love your app. 
Thank you. It's uh, Joni Patrice Daily Astrology. So I've got all these things. I'm busy. I love what I do. I am probably one of the most fortunate people in the world because I love my life. I love what I do. I help people all day long to empower them to be the best they can be through their horoscope and their chart. That's what I love. Yes. And you have a great support team too. I love all your people and they, you know, just such a great group of people and your husband and all your dogs and everything. I just love, like, I love it. So I really encourage you guys who are watching, if this is something you've been like kind of biting at the bit, like do not be afraid, jump in, get some of this stuff, just check out her channel, go to her website. She's a real person. She's a really loving, kind person. And he has so much insight. And again, it was a really big lifeline. Um, and I don't like to watch a lot of different people. Um, people are always like sending me links to this podcast and that podcast and this and that. And I try to keep a clear channel and not have a lot of things going on where I heard this guy or that guy or this, but I will like listen to my inner and then sometimes go and see, well, what are you saying? Cause I just got this. Does this confirm like to look for like a, a confirmation? And I just started doing that like this week actually. Cause I was like, I got this stuff in December and then your video popped up about March and I'm like, well, I talked about March. What is she saying about March? And sure enough, we were kind of in sync, which was very, it was cool to, to yeah. see that. Yeah. March and October, October is another month of, uh, that things are big things are going to be happening so yeah do you have that information about october I, I don't but i would love to know what you think about the election coming up for 2024 do you have anything on that you are know you i don't know who's running and i would love to see desantis's chart which we don't know his birth time his birthday is my is september 14th wow well i don't know his time mine i'm like, oh we gotta find out we, we gotta, gotta find, find out, out would be interesting because uh, I want to have everyone's chart that's running then I can make a valid assessment but gotcha. I gotta say this um, I think 2024 is going is going to really be an amazing breakthrough and things will be different in a better way I, oh. that's what I really believe so definitely need a respite I mean I mean God <laughs> It's definitely been a growing time. Uh, uh, you know, it's a it's a forced growing time. But mm -hmm. that's why we're here. We're here to grow. And you know, when things get difficult and turbulent, that's where the most growth occurs. So it's a blessing in disguise. Yes, yes, for sure. Well, I really, really appreciate um, you being here. Um, definitely, I can. I was literally counting the days and until we could have this this meeting. Um, well, any final words for like new people or people thinking about getting into this or just any words of encouragement about what's coming up or anything, anything final you, you have 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes here. Yeah. I'm glad because I look at, I look at astrology. It, astrology should be used by everyone. It should be mainstream because what it actually does is that what I said before, you can see 
all of who you've been and who you are, but most of all, what you need to focus in on because you know some people don't even know what they're supposed to be doing with their life. Astrology gives you where your gifts are, where your goals are, and what your purpose is. And, and another thing is, is it gives you timing of things, when things are supposed to evolve and develop. Because, you know, some of us, even when we're in our worst times in our life, when we're suffering and we feel like, oh, my God, when is this going to be over? Astrology can give you that answer because I don't know how many people uh, that call me and most people do call me for a reading when their lives are not easy, when they're in a very difficult, dark place in their life. And the fact that I can say, hang on, it'll be over with next May, the yeah. end of May, there'll be light at the end of this tunnel. This is where you're going to feel better. And that gives people so much hope and they can hang on and get through it. And yes, it gets better at that time. Remember, this is nothing but cycles and where we're supposed to learn. But isn't it a wonderful thing to know what your goals are, your gifts are, because I love to empower people. And I say, look, this is who you are. This is what this is about. And here's what you should be doing because you came here to with this purpose, this divine purpose, and you're to do this with your life. And people walk away with a sense of empowerment. Yes. We're all here, and that's what astrology should be used for, not to beat people up and tell them where they're bad or what's wrong. You need to tell them where their, where their gifts are, where, where you can empower and give them inspiration to live the best life that they've come here to live and heal. More than anything, it's all about healing. We've all come here to heal our lives. And this deals with past karmas. This deals with relationships. And the way to healing is always through acceptance and love. And through the chart, you can see it so clearly and it makes sense. You know what's so interesting? There's uh, three houses in the, in the horoscope that are called the moksha houses. And moksha means spiritual liberation from this world. And what I discovered was these are houses 4, 8, and 12. And these houses are relative to the water signs, which are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So when you realize that ultimate moksha, liberation from this world, healing, will come through the emotional body and mm -hmm. make so much sense that in order to heal, you must feel. And yeah. astrology really taught me that to heal our issues. And that always goes with relationships. So we're here to heal our relationships and come to the realization of who we really are, which is what I said before, the divinity of the divine, love, God, all of that. But that's what moksha is, liberation from this world. When we get it and we heal our emotional body, there is no sickness anymore. There is no more disease. Okay. And this is, we will transcend this world to be one. That's how I see this. But the horoscope is such a beautiful tool, as you call it, to heal and yes. to find your purpose and, um, and your destiny. Basically, we all want that. Yes. And it was as a naturopath, I teach and I've studied uh, 90, 86% of all physical issues are actually emotional. Exactly. So like you said, if we are dealing with the emotions, 
water, whatever, I also find out that people who don't want to feel will not drink water. Oh. They're usually very dehydrated. Isn't that something? It's, it's something I see across the board is if they don't want to feel pain, they don't drink water. Uh, if they're having a, a special issue or whatever, it's like stay my water right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so go through it. I encourage people drink your water, go through it. You know, the only way out is in, <laughs> you know, you got to go right through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I got a couple quotes too, that I wanted to just put out there because I thought this was, was so fascinating. Um, Einstein actually said astrology is a science in itself and contains an illuminating body of knowledge. It's taught me many things, and I'm greatly indebted to it. There's that. And then J.P. Morgan, (laughs) I know you know this one, Uh uh, basically said millionaires don't use astrology, but billionaires do. Do you know know why he said that, too? Well, i got to know why. What do you know? His astrologer, Evangeline Adams, told him not to get on the Titanic, and he listened. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. That is so crazy. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, I can tell you personally, um, and I don't know if I should, I'm not going to say who it is, but I will tell you that a very special person in my life um, that you have done a reading for was very weary about it. Um, and she's in a lot of transition and different things going on and has confided in like some, what she called lofty ideas mm-hmm. of what she would do with her life. And she even felt like guilty, like, why would I think that I could even do this and that kind of stuff when she had a reading with you and you basically told her, this is what you're going to be doing. And it's going to be three times bigger by so-and-so, which she's pretty big as it is not big as physically, but I mean, her influence, it like it changed everything for her because it, it gave her permission yes, to be who she was born to be without feeling guilty or like ego-y about like, oh, you know, like I, I shouldn't do this. This is just me. I made this up in my head. And mm-hmm. and you confirmed like, no, this is your, why you were on the planet. Yeah. And it's completely shifted her to be able to have this like strength and courage to just really be authentic and exactly who she was born to be. And that to me was such a testimony of seeing someone go from like, nervous, scared, not really sure to absolute secure, sure. Like this is my duty. This is my job. This is my existence. And, and this is what you do for people all day. Um, you know, not just individually, but yeah, it's so much fun. I can't even tell you. Uh, I have so much fun doing what I do and I love it because everyone is so excited when they finish a reading. They're, they're empowered. And and sometimes my husband, he hears me in my office laughing and he says, that's not work. What are you doing? <laughs> but it's just I enjoy people and love people. And it's so much fun to see their lives open up and change and realize who they really are and what they're here to do. It's, it's, it's a blast. I love what I do. And I love to empower other people to, to do what I do as well, because then they get to have the joys of empowering and helping people as you do. You know, you love to help people. And I do love to help people. And you've given me permission to, you know, when I saw my own chart, I was like, no wonder. Oh my God, that's truly how I feel, you know, and I think 
I think even like small domestic animals were in my chart of like part of being a Virgo thing or something, or I don't, I don't remember what I saw. I was just like, oh, that's in there. Oh my gosh. That's literally part of what my life, you know, but it, it makes sense. And if any of you are interested, I'm telling you, don't walk, run, like get on the computer, check out her website, check out all her great tools, all her resources. I mean, I have her app. I, I look at it. I don't look at it every day, but I definitely look at it a few times a week. Because you look at it every day. It gives you a prediction for every day. I forget to look at it. And I look at it and go, oh my God, I wrote that. <laughs> it's all, And your videos too. So I really encourage people to get on her website, get on her, her channel and, and start following uh, because you're going to learn a lot. If you guys are interested in learning or just knowing more about yourself, we're supposed to know thyself. And this, when we know ourselves, we are in, in a better position to actually be the authentic, true people that we are born to be here and, and to do our thing. And everyone's so different and we're all born in a certain time with, with that, you know, stamp of the ether of the planets and the sun and the moon and time and the place. And, and that is imprinted forever. And it shifts with everything that's going on. There is literally a science. And you talk to quantum science, quantum science, physics people, they'll tell you, you can tell different planets actually physically affect the planet. So um, it's not some wooey, crazy stuff out there. This is actual science. And I'm a geek when it comes to science. So this has been fun for me. And I just really encourage you guys to get out there and check it out. And um, yeah, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Mel. It was so, such a pleasure to have this conversation. It's been fun. And I will definitely take you up. I'll help with you with anything I can with the magazine or whatever. Just reach out to me and I'm there for you. And Good. I appreciate Love you. That. Good. Have, awesome. awesome. All right, guys. Well, we will carry on next week, Thursday at noon. And again, do not forget to like, to share. I'm sure somebody would love to have this information if you could get it out to them. So maybe someone needs a reading. Maybe someone is in a funk and they're like, what is going on with my life? Maybe that's you, you know, and get out there. And this is a way to maybe unravel some of the stuff and to kind of see through the forest and get some clarity on direction and things that are going on with you. And um, that's my, my heart and my goal is just to see people be the best version of themselves because I, I don't want to do what you guys do and you may not want to do what I do, but we all have our different parts and each piece works so perfectly together. And, um, that's, what's so cool about the diversity of this universe and, um, love you guys so much. See you next week. Thank you, Miss Joni. And uh, I'm sure we will be in touch and have a good afternoon. Thanks hey, a lot. Thank you. All righty. Bye.